Hello and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coaches in Your Corner program and partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach and proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its eighth year and a four-time winner of the Best of Gwinnett Award. Together with newly certified health coach, Rachel Souza, we invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment with us. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives, and we'd love to work with you to help you change yours. WorkWell is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I will share my research, my opinion, and my faith, bringing you what I hope to be compelling content, engaging challenges each week, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. WorkWell comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. Now from living rooms to boardrooms via Business Radio X, you are listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. And today I have a special treat for you. My assistant coach, Rachel Souza, is here in the studio with me. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you, Stephanie. Hi, everyone. You get to tell her, uh, she's going to tell her story a little bit later, but I'm so happy that she's here with me today. So welcome, listeners. I love hearing from you. Thank you for all of your comments and your questions. Keep them coming. If you're new to the program, I invite you to listen to our opening show, which was Welcome to Work Well on October 1st. You can listen to that recording about who, what, why of health coaching, what I do and how we do what we do and what we're all about and why it's important. It's easy to get caught up, so I hope you do and you'll subscribe or certainly you can listen live to work well and we can do that together one week at a time. Okay, let's do this. Hello, November. As promised, today's topic is all about getting started. Each week I plan and provide, hopefully, plenty of inspirational and loads of informational content, like I said, to fuel your excitement and generate a strong why. I've asked you to challenge yourself. I hope you have. Change something. Improve something. Let go of something or pick up something. And today we're going to talk about starting something or restarting something. I hope you have and that you'll tell us all about it. So in our recent podcasts, we've talked a lot about the clean concepts for healthy living. So character is the first one, how you care for yourself. It's really fueled by your core values. Every choice you make matters. It's going to help make you strong, healthy, and smart, or weak, sick, and dumb. Lifestyle, live it out. Live to tell your story. I shared that last week in the podcast. Everything starts with you and everything is fueled by why. How are you fueling your why? Exercise, sit, walk, stand. Remember, sit up straight. Walk tall, stand tall. Get up off the couch. Movement is medicine. And then attitude. Thoughts become attitudes and attitudes become actions. Our body will go where our mind takes us. So if you believe you can, you have a better chance. We talked about creating your wellness vision. Have you done that? I hope so. If not, listen to that particular week and complete your, pod, your um, wellness vision. And then nutrition. Food is fuel. It's not your friend or your enemy. It's not a counselor or a, comp- or a comforter. And stop eating crap. Science lab non-food is killing us and it destroys our own environment inside our body and it destroys a lot of times that immune system that we're totally depending on. So today, let's get started. Happy New Year is what I wanna say. What? Your listeners are saying, what? It's not the first day of a new year when all those goals magically form and take you to success. You know what I'm talking about, because I'm really joking, but so many people wait until the calendar year to begin to make the changes they know they need to make. 
Now, that's probably not you because you're listening and it's not a Monday and it's not a New Year's Day unless you listen to it again on a Monday or a New Year's Day, but it's not magical. Mondays aren't magical. The first day of the month isn't magical and the first day of the year isn't magical. So it's not January or Monday. Get over it and stop waiting for some magical start date. Just start. That's what this is all about today. So likely that kind of mindset hasn't served you well in the past anyway, so why wait? Those annual resolutions, and I have a whole series on that we'll talk about in January, they can become a thing of the past very quickly if we're not following them with a plan to achieve them. And that's where goal setting comes in and some of the wellness vision casting and other things that I'm sharing with you. But it only takes a spark to get a fire going. Start small, but start somewhere. You can wait for the perfect time if you want to to start, but you may never start if you wait. So waiting until you get all your ducks in a row is a waste of time because smart ducks follow a leader that knows where she's going. Thank you, moms out there. Well, here's a funny story about someone who knows where she's going. It's called Aunt Bessie and the Bomb. I'm going to share a disclaimer before I share this joke, though, because this joke is not FAA approved or health coach recommended, but it is funny. Aunt Well, great Aunt Bessie loved to visit her nieces and nephews. She had relatives all over the country. The problem was that no matter how much she enjoyed seeing them, she hated flying. No matter how safe people told her it was, she was always worried that someone would have a bomb on the plane. She read the books about how safe it was. She listened intently to the flight instructor instructions and the flight attendant's demonstration of all the safety features on the airplane, but she still worried herself sick every time a visit was coming up. Finally, the family decided maybe if she saw the statistics, she'd be convinced. So they sent her to a friend of the family who was an actuary. As a mathematical expert on in probability, able to calculate the odds of something that may or may not happen. Tell me, she said suspiciously, what are the chances that someone will have a bomb on the plane? The actuary looked through his tables and said confidently, a very small chance maybe one in 500,000. She nodded and thought for a moment. So what are the odds of two people having a bomb on the same plane? Again, he went through his calculation tables and again replied with near certainty, extremely remote, about one in a billion. Aunt Bessie nodded, still thinking. She left his office and from that day on, every time she flew, she took a bomb with her. I know, I told you it's, it's funny, but not necessarily funny. But she was all about betting on the odds is the point I'm making here. So the odds of two people having a bomb on the plane was unlikely. And these days, it's nil and zero. So don't be afraid of flying. But it gave her the confidence that she needed when she looked at the numbers. And Aunt Bessie was kind of working those numbers back in the day. On a side note, it's like playing the lottery. According to Alexa and LotteryPost.com today, the Georgia lottery jackpot is now $2,717,000. And the odds of winning the jackpot is 1 in 175 million. Feeling lucky? I don't play the lottery, and I'm told you can't win if you don't play. True. But I'm all about hard work, and hard work wins every time. So there's nothing wrong with betting on yourself, like I started these podcasts with. I bet on myself. I'm just going to work hard, and every time, come out a winner somehow. Well, here to tell us her story is my assistant coach, Rachel Souza. She knows a lot about hard work, and I've only known her for a year But what a year it's been, Rachel. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so blessed to have you join 
me this past June in your certification as a health coach and joining me at the Whole Food Health Coach. So I'm excited and I know that all of our listeners are waiting because they've heard your name a couple of times. I've mentioned it. And we are excited that you're here with us today. Rachel? Well, thank you, Stephanie. I just love today's topic about getting started because actually, as I was getting ready to come over today, I was thinking about that first email I sent you on October 23rd, 2021. It said, let's do this. (laughs) And in one year, I went from needing a coach to getting a coach to becoming a coach (laughs) to joining the Whole Food Health Coach team to being here today. And that all happened in one year. (laughs) So I love the topic, Just Get Started, because it was October. I had just had a baby, which I'll get back to in a minute. And I wasn't sure, is this the right time? Should I do this? Should I do it? And just going back and forth in my head. And then finally, I was like, I sh- j- let's just do this. And that's what I titled the email I sent you. So thank you. And um, thank you for being my coach. Thank you for being my mentor. And thank you for having me here today. This is really fun. Awesome. I, I'm remembering that myself. And as you were sharing that, I got goosebumps. I was like, wow, this is so perfect that you're here with us today so that you can encourage the people who are kind of thinking about it and going back and forth in their mind to start something new or different. And whatever's new for our listeners, it's not necessarily just starting a health challenge for themselves or something like that. It could be a new job or a position. And that's certainly a part of your story. And I know you're going to be sharing that. So I'll be quiet while (laughs) you jump in. All right. Well, I know you wanted me to share a little bit about my health journey and how I got here today. And um, I personally think my health journey began when I was 11 years old. I had a childhood disease called rheumatic fever. Um, It's rare. Not many children get it. And it's kind of a mutation after having strep throat. And as a result, I had to take penicillin shots till I was older. I took them till every month till I was 16 years old. And with that um, thought always looming over my head, if I got strep throat again, it could actually um, go straight to my heart and it could cost me my life. And um, so I think I kind of grew up with that always, you know, like I I didn't want to get sick again. And um, then in my teen years, as happens to a lot of us, I kind of packed on the pounds. I remember the day the pediatrician told me that I was too beautiful of a young lady to be weighing that much. And um, that was her sweet way of trying to encourage me to follow a diet plan. And I do remember also having a meltdown at the table when everyone else was eating regular food and I was eating rabbit food. And I was 13 years old and um, that day's kind of seared in my mind. Well, I did the best I could to stay healthy, to be healthy. I had an awesome mom. She did everything she could to encourage me, um, including locking me out and my sister out of the house till we went for our 30 minute walk in the afternoons. <laughs> and, um, but it was great. And um, just really, she encouraged me and she took care of me and I never got sick again. And um, so fast forward to adulthood, you know, just constantly trying to manage my weight, trying to stay within where I want to be. And um, but I was always very curious about health. But anyone else knows that you can find all kinds of different things, all kinds of interesting information, crazy information, confusing information. Mm -hmm. And I just always felt slightly confused. And um, and I love food. So that was tough to, you know, my relationship with food and um, I love when you say that food is not your counselor or your comforter because really we're not supposed to have a relationship with food that's our mistake in the first place (laughs) that's good Um, so then um, I got pregnant for the first time my first baby and I was so afraid of getting fat and overweight and being an ugly mama, you know. And so I worked really hard to stay healthy, but also I wanted to have a healthy pregnancy. I wanted to have a healthy mm-hmm. baby. And I knew what I had gone through with a childhood illness, and I wanted to give my kids the best shot possible. 
I had the wonderful privilege of growing up in Brazil and we have tons of fresh fruits and vegetables in little markets around the corner from my house. And so during my pregnancies, and while I was breastfeeding, my husband would make me these delicious fresh smoothies all the time. And we just worked really hard to be healthy and to give our kids the best chance of being healthy as well. But again, I like to call it the accordion effect. You know, you go out, you come back in, you go out, you come back in. And um, just always just trying to do the right thing, but really always feeling like I was one step behind. And um, then fast forward quite a few years, COVID hit all of us. And because of all the studying and the, just the curious mind I had before, I knew that for me and my family, our best shot was at being as healthy as we could, taking care of our immune system, eating healthy. So we bought a Vitamix and we were making smoothies every day. And I tell everyone I would go to the grocery store and you know they were out of toilet paper and out of chips and out of this and out of that, but there was always produce. <laughs> I always found produce. Maybe not exactly what I wanted, but I always found produce. And so we were having soups and we were eating tons of veggies and having smoothies every day. And my husband and I were going on these wonderful walks and I was just determined that we were gonna stay mentally fit, emotionally fit, spiritually fit and physically fit during that season that that was our best shot well my joke is i got us so healthy (laughs) that towards the very end of covid year um at 49 my husband was 49 and i was 43 and we got pregnant Mm -hmm. (laughs) so in um 2021 my oldest son in July turned 20 and in August I had a baby (laughs) so I now am 45 and have a one-year-old and when I tell you like yes COVID was a big scare but having a baby at 44 and thinking like oh my goodness I'm gonna be in my 50s when it's time to take him on his first roller coaster like I need to be healthy my heart needs to be healthy my husband (laughs) he needs to be healthy right he he turned 50 just a few days before um lucas was born so um it just became so important to me that we lived well and healthy and that we were taking care of ourselves and um god is so amazing stephanie because that's when i met you i was pregnant right remember the first time we met i was pregnant and you god just brought you into our lives and we were doing some group sessions with you and um and then in your group sessions you were offering the one-on-ones and i had a baby and i was you know, not sleeping at night and all this crazy stuff going on. And, um, but I knew I needed some outside motivation and some help. And that's why I sent you that email on October 23rd, 2021 saying, let's do this. And it was just so wonderful because I loved everything that I was learning. Everything made sense. And it's so aligned with my heart, with what I believed. I love the whole food health coach because it's not just about food, it's about the whole person. And I've always believed that. And so I just loved what I was hearing from you. And I, at the time, was trying to figure out what I was gonna do now with my life. Suddenly, as my husband says, we were almost at the finish line and now we're back at the starting line again. And I knew I wanted something where I could work from home and take care of my family. And just watching God put all these pieces together has been so amazing. And so now I get to be with my baby all day. I get to be with you, even if it's virtually or on the phone or emails. Mm -hmm. We're not physically in the same place yet. But um, and I get to invest in people and help people reach their goals and just do every day these wonderful things that I am just so passionate about and um, today I'm like on cloud nine because like you said it's the end of the year and who starts new stuff at the end of the year but I actually got a new client today and um, so I'm going to be helping her and her kiddos and I am so just so excited. 
awesome. I can feel that passion and you're, you're getting me all happy too <laughs> and excited because when I think back on inviting people into the health world, sometimes we, we stop because we're like, well, we don't want to mention this or we don't want to you know, go there, but you opened a door and that door led to another door and another door. And then here we are today, a year later, just really giving God glory and just enjoying the celebration of yes. one year together. Because <laughs> I do remember, I, I speak for a lot of groups and this particular one was when I was doing Your Health His Way is a six week series. And I remember um, the, the church's Good News Church in um, the, the Swanee area and um, lovely, lovely group of people. And I remember it was leadership. What church blesses their leadership with something like this? That was so amazing to me. And then getting to know the leadership with you and Ray and the others, it was exciting to me. And I remember you wrapped your arms around me at the end of that first time and um, and said, I want to do this, or I want to be you, or I yes, forget what you said. Yes, at the end <laughs> of the session, like the session was so exciting. Like, I didn't know this existed. That was the whole thing. Like, I didn't know that this existed, that I that someone could do this, you know. And again, because it was about the whole person. I've been on other programs. Um, that's actually the blog I wrote this month. I, I've tried the calorie counting. I've tried the programs. And I even have my worst mom fail story was when I try to drag my middle schooler to um, group sessions where there were only middle-aged women sitting there talking about losing weight. Poor kid. Um, but um, I just, as you talked and you just the whole person, the physical, the mental, the emotional, they, you know, you go to some programs and you're just focused on just the food or just the weight loss, or you get a fitness instruction and it's just about the fitness. But to be able to look at all these pieces and consider the person as a whole is really what excited me. And I did, I literally, I, like it, the words came out of my mouth. I didn't even mean them to come out of my mouth. And I was like, I wanna be you when I grow up. <laughs> Well, I'm super excited for Whole Food Health Coach and what it has done. When I put the word food in, I think at first I was really thinking about the food side of things, but I've always been a speaker. I started Stephanie Wolf Ministries back in 2000. The only thing left of it really is the Facebook page and some of the content that I put there. But I was always about fueling ourselves well, because really it does start in our brain and then it gets to our heart and then it gets to our hands and our feet. So how I saw the Whole Food Health Coach was much different than what other people saw. And the more that I can express that, and I was so excited that you said that too, because we can fuel ourselves well physically and we see results. Fueling ourselves emotionally is just as important to feel that heart connection and fueling ourselves mentally, learning things, trying new things, and certainly eating well spiritual food. And I'm excited that we, we share that love together. So I want to go back. You, we talked about COVID-19 just a little bit. So I always joke with my clients about the COVID-19, yes. meaning the COVID-19 pounds, mm -hmm. um, because there, there are so many people. I always said at the end of the pandemic and being shut in, you'll either be a chunk or a hunk <laughs> because some people used that time to, you know, get to their workout room downstairs or order workout equipment. Remember how everything was like off the shelves. A lot of people couldn't even get their Pelotons or their, you know, ellipticals and things like that. I have a NordaTrack elliptical that was a part of that, um, that era too. But I think the neat thing about it is the people who leaned in were the people who I saw really grow in their spiritual life, really grew in their family life, in their marriage. Obviously, you did. Yes. <laughs> so Actually, yesterday, good. I put this little t-shirt on Lucas that his aunt and uncle gave him that says, proof quarantine wasn't always boring. <laughs> That's got to be true. I love that. Well, the the principles of health coaching are using what you have and doing what you can do. There are so many people who think about diets in, you know, like you said, the accordion effect. And if you understand your body systems well, you'll know why that accordion effect happens. And I know you know that and I know that, but maybe our listeners don't. So correcting body systems is actually easier than people might think because they assume, like I always say, you can lose 
weight on any diet, but you're going to lose muscle as well as fat if you're not doing it correctly. And what we teach is doing it correctly so that you're fueling your body correctly while you're losing weight. And those are some things that I think our our listeners would love to hear about. So I know you've had some success with those that you've already worked with, and I love hearing that. So tell me more about those individuals who Rachel Souza has been a health coach to. Well, um, first of all, I will say when you stumble across something so amazing like this, that's life transforming, um, where I've reached my goals and I've even reached goals I never thought I could ever reach. And um, the cool thing is I began to realize that what happens also is when your goal is just to lose weight, when you lose the weight you wanted to lose, you've reached your goal and you're done. Mm -hmm. And that's why sometimes you gain that weight back back and gain even more. Um, Living healthy and achieving optimal health is a lifetime goal. It never ends. It's not a finish line. And so it, that's what inspires me, too. I'm not just, there's not these temporary short-term goals. You have those as well. And those, you know, I wanted to lose pregnancy weight. And then I wanted to reach what I call my sexy weight. Can I say that on the radio? <laughs> you I can don't say know. that because you already did. So, <laughs> um, You know, but then um, there's all kinds of other goals, not just the weight goals. But as I was saying, when you stumble across something like this, you just want to share it with your loved ones, right? So um, we have a saying in um, Brazil that's kind of along the lines of where like prophet can't do miracles in his own home kind of thing. And so often it's hard to coach your own family. But I have such an amazing, supportive family (laughs) that (laughs) they've all decided to come along with me. And so... Um, my husband um, has lost 18 pounds. Um, my oldest son, he's always kind of come alongside me and, and always wanted to know more about health and wellness. And so he's doing well. I recently convinced him that um, certain protein bars weren't the best for his body. And we had a nice little chat about that. And that was really good. And um, but I've been able to coach my sister and her family and they've lost weight and her kids are doing amazing and growing and healthy and doing well in school and all that fun stuff. Um, I've been able to coach my mom and dad. Um, The most exciting part to me is um, my dad is all excited because he's been able to move his belt down three notches. Wow. (laughs) And but it means a lot. Yes. But honestly, my mom, my mom, um, her cholesterol came down 52 points. Her blood pressure is completely normal. And it's just been, those are exciting, exciting things to just see your own family and the people you love really um, following and, and, and getting on that healthy journey with you. So that's been really exciting and the more benefit they feel the more they want to continue that lifestyle and that's where it turns into a lifestyle because a diet has a beginning and an end I'm going to start on Monday you know that kind of thing that I was joking about earlier but like you said having a just a number goal is not a health goal it's a weight goal and the scale only tells so much I, you know, I get upset when people are obsessed with that number because that number, can, especially for women, it goes up and down, up yes. and down just a little bit. And uh, understanding how your body system is working is what's most important. So it's not just that number on the scale. You're more than that number. And the more we do fitness and, and incorporate more strength training and things like that, which at my age, that's what I'm working on right now is I'm starting something new for myself um, a couple months ago. And just figuring out what more I need to do and not getting stressed about it because stress isn't good either, right? You know, Mm -hmm. so we don't want to add more weight to our mental health either because that's something that um, we can all strive to get, you know, lighter in, right? And if we're going to talk about numbers. So coaching your family and seeing those results and looking at ingredients and helping people to see what's in their food is something that we talk about. So you mentioned bars and shakes or bars in general, because I always say the, the, 
the wall of protein bars and or quote unquote protein bars are about 90% glorified candy bars. Yeah. So if you're not understanding what's in them, they'll fill the void in your in your gut, but they're definitely not fueling your body. Yes. They may taste good, but that's about it. So know what food tastes like and what it should taste like. And I always say, if you wouldn't eat that thing alone, you see as your ingredient, then don't eat it in your food. <laughs> Yes. And um, now, as you've heard, I've said the word family, family, family a million times because that's where my passion lies. I've always been um, a cheerleader for families. I think families are a huge, important piece in society. And my my little catchphrase that I use now is healthy me, healthy family, healthy world. And um, I really believe it always starts with me, whether it's me, the mom, me, the dad, me, the grandma, me, the aunt, me, the uncle, but even me, the teacher, it starts with me. And so I need to be working towards my health goals, my health journey, um, making the right choices, and then that spreads on to my family. And um, then we can start changing our schools, healthier schools, healthier community, um, healthy, healthier world. And um, so that's really where my passion lies. And I am just so excited to be able to partner with parents and help them reach their goals. But knowing that if we can invest in these little ones while they're still young and their taste buds are still developing, their brains are still developing, their body's still growing. And if we can get them on the right path, earlier and younger because the statistics out there are really scary right now um one of the most recent things i heard was this is the first time in modern history that the life expectancy of the current upcoming generation so the kids that are growing up right now it's actually predicted to be shorter than their parents Mm -hmm. just because of all the children and teenagers who are already in that pre-diabetic stage and I want to change that. I don't like that. I'm not okay with that. And um, I shared recently that um, our kitchen became a stressful place because I was trying to convince everyone to count calories and to, you know, measure this and measure that and don't this and don't that. And what I love about what we do as Whole Food Health Coach it's not about that. It's not about all these rules and limitations and measuring cups and not that portion control is not important we all know that but it's really about enjoying food the way God intended for us to consume it and um, enjoying it as a family and um, like you said fueling fueling our systems seeing that food as fuel for my brain fuel for my heart fuel for my blood stream fuel for my stomach fuel for every part of me and um, so I am so excited to be able to coach parents and I have a couple upcoming classes good yes for parents Um, on the 15th I have an a.m. class from 930 to 11 and you can go to the wholefoodhealthcoach.com and get all the information there but um, it's called raising healthy kids And so we're going to dig a little deeper into some of the things that we can do to help our kids grow healthy and begin their health journey now and adjust their brain and their tongues and their taste buds to healthy food and not having that um, detrimental relationship with food um, that so many of us end up having as we get older and so that will be on november 15th at 9 30 and then i'll have a repeat of the same class but for people that might work during the day on thursday november 17th at 7 p.m and they're virtual so you can um, sit in your pajamas with your favorite warm beverage since we're in the colder months and um, enjoy the class from the comfort of your home 
That's great that we've got two options for them because people do need options when it comes to this. And the fact that they don't have to get in a car and drive somewhere, almost all of our sessions are virtual, and we've been doing that pretty much. I've been doing that since 2020, early 2020. So our coaching is more about you as my our clients than it is about us. We do have some things that we like to cover during our first phase to make sure that the information is there and maybe kind of to start over with a clean slate since a lot of people are used to diets of this kind or my friend is doing that or taking all these different kinds of of things that they can you know consume that is supposed to be the magic formula and we're really not about that because if you've got to buy groceries anyway why not buy groceries that your body loves as much as your taste buds do (laughs) so there's a lot of food that when you say I love food I love food and I love cooking my husband and I we love to cook and so there's always something that we're working on and flavor profiles are fun and we've got a lot of people have bought us these different books over the years you know flavor profile and we watch beat Bobby and we dream about being on chopped my husband calls me the chopped champion because I don't like to waste anything so it's either going in the freezer or it's going in the blender for my smoothie (laughs) or it's going in a stir fry of some sort and I've written a lot of recipes that I feel like or rewritten some because some of our clients ask for specifics they're like we really love this how can we make it more healthy and there's always a way to make it more healthy yes so I teach quality and quantity and you mentioned portion control so the quality of our food and you know there's certain things that we can do like I say 20% of the time we call that special occasion food Mm -hmm. Um, but 80% of the time figuring out what your body actually needs and where the deficits are and how you can just level up a little bit Mm -hmm. instead of you know thinking you have to clear out your whole pantry and start over again because most people can't really afford to do that especially these days with these prices so something I encourage two different things actually or three if you want to count but one is go ahead and finish that up if you want (laughs) and then replace it with something else later typically once people know what's in their food they really don't want to finish it up yes and I'm fine with that Um, so replace it with something Um, better and more quality and you know that so sometimes it's the the smaller steps that people can take that keep them from getting started so some of the steps that we teach and some of the steps that you and I have both been on I mean that's what has brought us to coaching to begin with you brought it up certainly that's my story is 22 years of cancer freedom because I felt like I needed there were certain things I could control that I wasn't controlling I can't control everything but I could control what I could control and so that's what I did so getting started for me started in well 1999 into 2000 and so if you're a listener today and you haven't started you haven't been on a 22 year journey or a one year journey um, from you know being a client to becoming a coach and and Rachel's story but maybe today is your day to start something new so I want to encourage you because getting started is the hardest part and that's something that a lot of people put off thinking that they're going to wait until the stars align or until you know the family visiting is gone or until they're back from vacation or until 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 there's so many untils that you know, it doesn't get better all by itself. You can't ignore it hoping it gets better. You have to move forward. And moving forward is tough when you don't even know which direction to go sometimes. And that's where we come in because we can be that coach in your corner. We can move along with our clients. And that's what I love to do. So whether I've got, you know, uh, um, someone who's struggling with health um challenges or whether I've got an athlete that just wants to improve performance some of the principles are the same and you know but a lot of people just don't know that next step and that's why they need to maybe partner with us right right yes um I think I love my favorite one was when you said in our sessions before I was a a coach when you said stop eating crap Uh, That one stuck with me. I love that because it really is a simple place to start. It's an easy place to start. Easy, I guess, you know, it's hard. It's challenging, right, to suddenly stop 
carbonated beverages, refined sugars, the additives and added flavors and added colors and processed food. But it's a place to start. And I remember in our sessions, you taught us about reading labels and then you sent us home and told us to go through our pantry. I, uh, if you recall, when we came back the next session, I told you, I said, I'm not going to throw anything away because that's my hard-earned money in there. Yes, yes. <laughs> but once we're done eating that stuff, we will start making some changes. So I get that and I understand that. But I was thinking about the upcoming months and all the festivities and so much of it is around nostalgia and food and back to that relationship with food um, that we have and I'm equally guilty of that. But I was thinking about having, I wanna be present, right? Mm -hmm. I don't wanna be having a migraine because I had too much sugar Mm -hmm. or not enjoying because I've had these sugar spikes and sugar drops and been eating poorly and now I'm just this grumpy, mean Rachel walking around the house and not enjoying my family, you know? And so I really think that it it's definitely worth it to get started, to just start where you are today, do what you can do today. But I was thinking about our families and just, I wanna encourage you to play, just play. Maybe you have a workout routine already. Maybe you have a 30 minute or a one minute. Maybe you're uh, not one minute, sorry, one hour is what I meant to say. <laughs> I, I'd love to find a one minute workout. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> anyway, be <laughs> um, and maybe your kids do sports, but um, we need to move all day long. Movement is so important. It's so much more than just the workout we do a couple times a week. It's really about constant moving and doing fun things. And so um, I just want to encourage you, it's getting colder. We don't want to go outside. You know, we don't even want to change and do our workout gear because it's so cold. And but I was just thinking of all the fun things we could do as families during this season. We could bear crawl around the house. We could have um, crab walk races with our little ones. Um, if you have older kids, you could do dance competitions or you, you know, those computer, um, games and stuff like that, that you can do. Um, just enjoy each other, have fun, get your blood pumping. You'll feel warmer afterwards. So that's a plus, but just really finding fun things to do as a family during this time that involves movement. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about traditions. And there are some cookies we are going to make because they're part of of our family traditions. And I have a, yes, and I have a new little one. So we've got to live those out um, with him as well. Yes, of course. Um, But maybe if more of our traditions were around the fun and the play and not only the food and the nostalgia of the season. So that's what I wanted to encourage all the families out there listening. Just just play, have lots of fun and play. Lots I of movement. love that. And I know that our listeners are saying, I know why you wanted to work with her. And, um, and I'm just um, all excited inside too, because I know how blessed our families are because you are serving them. So hopefully they'll more and more calls will come in and more and more people will sign up for those classes that you're offering. So getting started is always the most difficult part for anyone. You heard that it, that how hard it was for us. So, but the odds of success are greater once you get started. You've got to start somewhere. In a business venture, what if it doesn't work? You know, we always have those thoughts. What if it doesn't work? But what if it does? What if it's the best thing that's ever happened to you and it opens doors that you didn't realize could open? Or marriage, you know, saying I do. Vows mean something. I've been married 48 years, staring at the the 50 mark, and I'm so excited. Body, soul, and spirit. Jack and I love spending time together. We love healthy eating. We love our health fitness routines, and we have a healthy sex life, I'll just say. So. <laughs> since we were just talking about that earlier. All right, so vows mean something, but what, you know, people say, well, what if it doesn't work? And I always say, make it work. You know, it does take work. It doesn't just automatically happen because you said I do. But in this podcast, I mean, I had to get started somewhere. I've never done this before. But 
you know, here I am doing this and um, it's exciting or setting a goal. So if you're ready to set a goal, don't think, what if it, what if I don't make it? Well, you'll get closer to whatever it is you're trying oh, yeah. to do, right? And um, good habits can be hard to establish and bad habit, habits certainly can be harder to break, but not impossible to break. And it's easy to fall back sometimes into familiar, low expectation, less disciplined or lazy side of yourself, at least until the new good habit becomes well established and the benefits are outweighing the effort. And that's where we see people's excitement on how their belt fits or how, you know, that waist circumference is important. It hasn't, it's, it's great for the belt size and the pant size, but it's really difficult um, for people to understand the visceral fat mm -hmm. and the danger of fat around the organs. So that's what we talk about too from the health side of things. So getting started is the hardest part, but remember you can't steer a parked car. Hmm. So what will it take to get you in drive? I hope you're motivated and motivation can get you started, but it's only diligence and persistence to keep going. And when the going gets rough, the tough get going, right? <laughs> so when you're, when you've got that mindset and you've decided this for yourself and you want to do something, today is the day. Just like that email that Rachel sent, let's do this. Carpe diem, seize the day. And it's time, you know, to abandon maybe the, some of the old habits. Um, they're not serving you that well anyway. And maybe it's becoming, it's coming between you and your wellness. So your past is the past and today is a new day. One simple change, just like Rachel was saying earlier, adding play to the day or looking at some of the ingredients in your pantry. Work on your wellness vision. If you haven't created that yet, listen to that um, podcast. If you've listened to it and haven't done the wellness vision, I encourage you to do it. Make copies of it, put it all around your house, your office, your, in your car your notebook, your desk, wherever it needs to be, because your where your mind goes, your body follows. I have a sign on my wall downstairs that reminds me it's over in the area where the weights are, because that is not my favorite part of what <laughs> I have to do. And um, I can jump on the treadmill or the elliptical at any given time. But if I have to stop then and do two times a week of the strength training, I need this sign. This sign says, I will beat her. I will train harder. I will eat cleaner. I know her weaknesses. I know her strengths. I have lost to her before, but not this time. She is going down. I have the advantage because I know her well. She is the old me. That's so good. I love that. No matter what you have, you know, what plaque, there's so many of them nowadays, you know, the only bad workout is a workout that didn't happen. So um, that's one. And I love this saying, George Bernard Shaw says, a life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. So don't do nothing. We've we've encouraged you. Um, I was going to say to buy a neat journal for yourself and find a great quote or scripture for each day that's going to challenge your wellness side and fuel your wellness side. And journal about your vision. Journal daily. Record your thoughts and your feelings and your fears and your challenges. But be kind to your heart in self-reflection also, I always say. But be honest. And um, the worst lies we tell are the lies we tell ourselves. So don't pretend something isn't. And in a journal, usually you can be fairly honest with yourself. Hopefully no one's grabbing your journal after you've written it. So creating healthy habits is a daily choice. And it's a hard one at times, but it's worth it for sure. And I know Rachel has proven that. Hopefully I've proven that. Um, oh, I was going to ask you, Rachel, you also ran a 10K. I mean, I that was a did. challenge and something that yes. you've done for yourself. <laughs> so this year I turned 45, right? And my sister and I, about 10 years ago, maybe a little more, we decided we were going to try to do some 5Ks here and there. And um, so we've done a few together. And then one day she said to me, you know, while we're still in our 40s, we should probably try to do a half marathon. And I said to her, well, could we start with a 10K first? <laughs> so we, when she found one, it was right on my birthday weekend. And I felt like, wow, that's a great goal to set for myself that on my 45th birthday weekend, I'm going to run um, my very first 10K. 
we did it in an hour and 15 minutes, which I know is not amazing, but it was amazing for us. That's amazing. Good for you. So remind yourself of your why and why you want what you want when you plan to get there. So it's got to be a measurable goal. We'll talk about that in our upcoming series and how it's going to feel to succeed. Because before you ran the 10K, you just in your mind were thinking how it would feel. Now you can actually identify that feeling. So it's most important to remember who's in charge of the process, right? It's not, you know, it's not somebody else's job or somebody else's responsibility. It's your job. And if you need a coach to help you along the way, I know Rachel's here to help you. And so am I. It requires work. We know that some people miss the point because um, it does require work, but you have to uh, do something you've never done to have something you've never had. You've heard that before. And it's about doing it consistently, right? It's about the smaller steps along the line along the way do the things that you know will get you where you want to go one choice at a time whole food health coaches are here for you so we've got some things coming up i want to remind you that um, our next podcasts are going to be on work smart i'm going to be teaching that next series and then healthy holidays and then your healthy gratitude and find out how health affects our body and the health of our body in december we're going to go into some change management mindful eating some smoothie recipes and stephanie's s's and um and then in january into a series on work-life balance we have a lot going on so if you've been listening you are probably super challenged and super stoked and ready to get started i hope so anyway so you've been listening to work well with stephanie wolf and today rachel soza brought to you by the whole food health coach llc where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey I Shape Me classes, Raising Healthy Kids classes, Primetime Health classes, you name it, you can find it at wholefoodhealthcoach.com. And be sure to check out our individual coaching programs while you're there. I'm Stephanie Wolf. I'm Rachel Souza. Wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life. <laughs>